Hello there, Box Office Bros listeners. This is Corey Osborne, one half of the Box Office Bros podcast. And I just wanted to let you know that you are in for a treat. This 22nd episode of the Box Office Bros is a real fun one, and I'm excited for y'all to listen to it. Um, So let's just get right into what we're talking about today. We're going to be talking about um, some fallout with the Disney-Fox merger. Things might not be as cushy as you think it is, so we're going to be talking about that. Um, Deadpool 3 might not be rated R, so it might not be that rated R romp, that we all want it to be so you know we're gonna chat about that as well disney's doing some cool disney plus bundles and they have an extremely tantalizing price point so we're gonna chat about that as well andy circus is going to be directing venom 2 (laughs) and so yeah And also, our main bulk topic of this week is Chance and I are recasting the DCEU, so y'all are not going to want to miss it. It's a great podcast. Let's get into it. So, like, do you know anything about, like, the Dune universe at all? Oh, no, yeah, I know. I know a little bit about it. So, like, you know, like, the dust and, like, the sandworms and just, like, yeah, stuff like that. Just sand things. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sand. Um, it's coarse and rough. It gets it, every, it's Anakin, Anakin would not survive. And it gets Hayden Christensen everywhere. <laughs> but no, it's like I think I got I got to the point in the book where like you first see like like a sandworm like like eats this like, it, it does something really cool and I just like the book like it does world building really well and I am enjoying it thoroughly. And I, they have um you've heard of uh, Neil Gaiman right? Oh, of course. Like I was, act- I was actually just gushing about Neil Gaiman to my girlfriend yesterday, and Bill Sighevage, and all, and like the art and all that stuff, and different <laughs> things with Sandman. And she's like, "Uh huh, okay, babe, yeah." So I was gushing <laughs> about Neil Gaiman the other day. <laughs> I was gushing about that crazy, crazy man, Neil Gaiman. Well, Neil, Neil Gaiman. So it's like a. Uh, so you're like, you probably heard like from your like you know your scholastics and like uh, your book fairs from when you were you know in elementary school. But like you remember like the like the Penguin Galaxy books like if you, like uh, apparently Penguin Galaxy like does like like they did like a really cool cover for like six classics five or six classics like uh, they did Dune they did Stranger in a Strange Land two thousand one A Space Odyssey and a couple other ones that I can't remember but Neil Gaiman did a little like preamble of like all these books and like how they related to society at the time and how they were written and just about the authors. And it's, yeah. So, and the, and the cover is really cool. It's like textured and like they use like, like the same general shape to spell out Dune on like the back of the book. Oh, it's, wow. I, uh, I definitely recommend so far. I'm like a quarter way through the book. That's cool. I'll, I have never, I've never read it, but I should. Oh, I can lend it to you. Oh no, for sure. Whenever you're done, just let it me know. Yeah, and then like uh, maybe well, you could maybe if you're gonna keep Baby Driver for that long, I'm gonna keep okay for that long. You know, you lent me a movie, and then I had like a super busy week. Like my friend, I had a buddy turn 21, and I helped. Oh, him clo- so you're just drinking the yeah? Entire I helped time. him close down the bars in Lincoln. Okay, it's <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're fine, man. You're fine. 
Well, speaking of Dune, did you hear that uh, it's been pushed back from November of next year to December of next year? I think that's actually great. It's probably better. Yeah, I think that's a better. I think that's a better release window for it. I I see it. I see it more of a December, like because it could be one of those December movies where people were like not like jack crap goes out um <laughs> like the next few months and people just rewatch it right or it will just be like blade runner 2049 and no when one it's incredible it. and no one watches it have you seen blade runner 2049 no dude you need to check I it out it's I know. so good There's it's such so a big good. long list i have it's a long movie but it's so well good. i'll knock off baby driver and then we'll do the next couple stuff well, like pushing back a movie a month is much uh, less problematic than pushing back a movie like a year. Yeah, exactly. Like when BV, uh, Batman v Superman was pushed back like from a summer to the spring of next year. And then, well, Wonder Woman uh, got pushed back because Wonder Woman's supposed to come out this summer. Now it's next summer. So not only a month sure. is not too worrying. But. Movies, boys. Movies, boys. Like, well, there's a lot of there's a lot of movie news. There's coming a lot in. of mildly depressing movie news. Yeah, because you say you know how like at CinemaCon a few months ago, only only like six months ago. God, that Bob, was six months ago. I or I think it was only six months ago. But God, we've like, been doing this podcast for a hot minute. But uh, it might have not been six months ago. I, it was April, so but um, it's close. It's crazy. At CinemaCon, Disney was all like. Fox is amazing. We love Fox. <laughs> Fox is the best. We're working together. Yeah, because um, they lost like two hundred million dollars in a quarter. Oh bother. Um. Yeah, that was like one hundred and seventy. Or hundred. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was it's close, close to two million. Close to two hundred million. <laughs> Not if you but, round up, my friend. <laughs> but yeah, that's what the Fox execs are saying. They're like, <laughs> hey, Disney, if you round up, <laughs> it's not quite two th- two two hundred million. But um, they lost quite a bit of money in that first quarter, and um, Disney is playing a completely different tune. Um, mm-hmm. First off, um, all X Men and all Fantastic Four and all that stuff is going straight to Feige, including Deadpool. So that's yeah. kind of expected. But with that being said, slightly worrying. But that's exactly what happened. But now we're hearing things like. There's a Home Alone two, or there's a Home Alone reboot happening oh God. with Disney Plus. No, all of these different properties are just going to be sent to Disney proper. <gasps> and the only good thing out of this is they're saying that they're keeping Fox Searchlight around, and they're not making that uh, Die Hard thing anymore. Silver linings, guys. Silver linings. Dude. Gosh, I was going to aggressively not see that movie. <laughs> mm, as you should have. Yeah, like because he doesn't care about any of his movies. I shouldn't care about any of his. So, yeah, you know. Bruce Willis. <laughs> so it's like, dude, be be better because you're actually one of my favorite performers. But... I hope Marcellus Wallace finds you. <laughs> Although you're cool. <laughs> no, so it's it's kind of disheartening seeing what's happening here. Because, you know, the Fox brand is just so nostalgic for so many people. People love the fanfare. People love Star Wars. People love all that stuff. And now it's probably going like they're saying they're like, oh, we swear it's still going to be a thing. But I kind of doubt it at this point. What do you think, Chance? Well, like if. okay, I feel like this game was kind of set up like the dominoes for Fox were just set up so poorly because, well, first off. Like I feel like they saw the writing on the wall before, like while the deal was going on because they announced it last summer and the deal was like being approved for the government and all the paperwork was going on all the way into spring and like in the time since then it was just like 
oh yeah, new mutants, pushback, reshoots, da 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 da. And then all this poor, like, there's these rumors circulating that um, X Men Dark Phoenix is just a horrid mess. And Simon, Simon Kinberg has lost everything. Like, this movie's going to be awful. And I'm going to assume that word of mouth probably impacted its box office negatively. So, like, they could have, they should have just been, like, played, like, chul, uh, chul, cool <laughs> the whole time while this whole thing was going down. Oh, well, uh, here's the thing, though, is I don't know if they could help the buzz from Dark Phoenix or the a- lack of buzz, like the anti-buzz. Well, even if they knew. the thing is, is that that's always been the way that the buzz has kind of been. Like, I remember year a year ago, people were saying Dark Phoenix isn't all that good. People have seen the cuts of it. And so I know. Like, I think that's just like I think they just could have kept their mouth shush. Well, like, like not. I mean, not for like lying to people, but just for like the posterity of like how of the box office they want to save. Oh no, for sure. But that doesn't matter. It what matters is that somebody who saw the movie took it upon mm-hmm. themselves to say, or saw a cut of the movie took it upon themselves to say that oh, you know, this ain't that good. You know, and it wasn't that good. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't as bad as they said it was, but it wasn't. But it still wasn't any good, especially yeah. as far as the uh, like top, the upper tier X Men films that have come out recently. Well, yeah, it's just like it was just kind of like a poor circumstances for Fox to get purchased under because, like, say this whole thing, like this whole thing had been pushed into motion like a year ago, and then Disney takes over. Um, Fox say after Deadpool 2 drops and uh-huh. then this is a completely different story. Oh no, for sure it is. And it's, I don't know, it makes me a little bit worried because first off, I don't want people to lose jobs. Mm-hmm. And second of all, I really um, want people to, I really want Disney to understand that their brand is not the only brand. Yeah, Even th- though they can make everything PG-13 and, or lower and be very successful, doesn't mean that Fo- Fox is just not the same company. No. And they've been successful before. So just let them do their thing like you let Disney do their thing. Uh, you let, let Pixar them do, the, do. Or like Pixar do their thing. Let Marvel do. Exactly. And like sure they answer. reason. Sure they still answer to them. Like if Kevin Feige was like, I want to do a Squirrel Girl cinematic universe. Let's have no other. If Kevin Feige were to say, let's have no other characters except iterations of Squirrel Girl. Yes, Disney should get in and be like, no, let's not do that. The Great Lakes, the Great Lakes, uh, Great Lakes Avengers cinematic universe. (laughs) That sounds amazing. Somewhere out there. I'm trying to think about that movie. What was that? Was that Feifel Goes West? Yeah, that was Fifle Goes West. I, d- I know there's not a squirrel, but it's still like kind of. It's I think is it. They're mouse. They're mice. They're mice. Well, it's still it's kind I of think in the same thing. That song is from the original American Tale, and yeah. then they sing that again in Fifle Goes West. Uh, I've seen both of them. They kind of just meld together to me. They're yeah. way scarier, and the jokes are way dirtier than you would think in those movies. I did. Too. I watched a nostalgia critic video about it uh-huh. a couple months ago. I was like, oh, my God. No, I watched that movie for the first time since I was like a kid, like a kid last year. And I was like, what is up with all these dirty jokes? Like, (laughs) I remember Dom DeLuise plays like a big orange kitty cat. And I can't remember what the kitty cat's name is. But then some old, uh, some old, like really famous actor plays a character named Wiley Burp. It's so weird. 
Oh gosh, right. Well, it's beautifully animated, but it's so weird. No, for sure, for sure. It definitely, <laughs> Enough about Wiley Burp, but <laughs> but Fox, but Fox. Mm. It's just kind of. Uh, it's just weird. It's or it's just what? sad, and it's just it's just a huge bummer. And you know, but I don't, I don't, I'm not that surprised. I'm not surprised because well, Fox is a different company, yeah. and I feel like Disney feels more of a credence to strong arm it yeah. than other companies. I'm trying to be like because a helicopter like he, mom and the for, for movie studios. No, because I feel like. With Pixar and with Marvel, they would get a lot of pushback from um, investors and different yeah. things like that. Um, if they were to like completely overhaul and change the way that they did things, and so like there's that. So I feel like that would be kind of what's going on here. Yeah, it is it, that they feel like they have a better way to do it, and I think it's a little premature in my. Opinion. I know. I a, think it's a tad bit because two hundred like, million because two hundred million dollars is a lot of money. It's not. It's. I doubt that I'll have ever have my hand on two hundred million dollars. Um, but it's come one, a banker and touch it. Never say never. <laughs> but um, <laughs> come a banker and touch it. Okay, chance. Um, <laughs> be a great band or band uh, song title. Bank, banker and touch it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to um, segue into not ever mentioning this happened ever again. Okay, but um, <laughs> it's one of those deals where I... I <laughs> yeah. Um, bank or not bank. I don't know. Okay, it's, it's okay. We, we, could, we could just get off of this topic. No. <laughs> or get off well, of that. Back or get to off Fox, of like you were saying. No, what I'm saying is that I think Disney has an easier time doing this with... Because um, it's... A lot of people like us mm -hmm. who like love Fox mm -hmm. and are like, ooh, the Fox nostalgia. Some people I doubt really even care. And so it's like one of those things where I feel like it's premature on their part. I feel like they should have given it some more time because honestly, it is it just happens to be a not right. so good quarter well, of theirs. Well, like and it's like Ford versus Ferrari is coming mm -hmm. out soon. Uh, the new Kingsman or the Kingsman movie is coming out. And that looks, that looks amazing. It's called the Kingsman because it's mm -hmm. the first prequel. One. But it looks really, really good. And so it's like one of those deals where I'm like, bruh. Well, my my thought is, is that. Disney had to know what Dark Phoenix was going to what was going to happen, right? No, yeah, they like, did. They knew that they, Dark if they Phoenix the wasn't going to be a million a billion dollar movie. They knew that. They knew what was going to happen. So like why are they surprised and why they're just like, "Well, we got to change everything right now" cuz I thought like I think Fox still being having some of its autonomy is you know, not ideal. Oh, I mean, ideal in the sense that Disney owns them. But this is kind of worst case scenario when we first hold hold the <laughs> heard about uh, Disney like oh guess what we're gonna buy oh what do you know oh 20th Century Fox and literally everything it owns <laughs> um and it's like one of those things where it's like I'm happy that the X Men are there I'm happy right. that Fantastic Four are there and all that stuff but literally at what cost though you know like in a perfect like, world Comcast I don't know as much as I don't like Comcast I don't know if Comcast right. would do this. You know, right. It's one of those things where because Comcast it has Universal, so instead of like Disney and Fox, it would be Universal and Fox. Uh -huh. And well, my thought is that in a perfect world, Disney would be like go to Com like Comcast puts in their counter bid mm -hmm. and says, "Hey Comcast, we're about to throw in a huge offer, but we will retract our offer." 
and you give us like the rights to certain characters for the MCU or something like that. And maybe like the original cuts of star Wars and then we will back off or something like that. And then Comcast, well, like in a perfect world, Fox doesn't decide to sell their studio, mm-hmm. but you know, if Comcast has to take it and then maybe like give a little spare parts to Disney so they can complete the set of their spoon collection on the wall. that's of superheroes. <laughs> like this is just so like, I feel like Fox could have like, this is a very like in context view of like Fox. Like what if they had like given a, like, what if they launched an avatar sequel that did, you know, $1.5 billion. Like, we don't know. Like, mm-hmm. is they just going to like James, Car- like the, they're going to be different curtains on the wall. And James Cameron walks in for like, um, his coffee the next morning. He's like, Oh, that's different. That's just going to say All Disney. Right. <laughs> it's going to be like, why are there mouses on my cameras? Can you just imagine the Disney thing behind an Avatar movie? That'd be kind of weird. That'd be odd. Well, I'm I'm sad that we're like, are they gonna keep the dun, 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 like like uh, are we never gonna see it again? Like the THX logo that blind like deafs people's ears. And I haven't Dolby heard that in a long time. <laughs> Hi, your eardrums are now shattered, idiot. <laughs> well, I didn't. Well, the thing is, is I am pretty sure that. Maybe Fox has a chance. Let's just see how these like, next movies Search come Light out. Searchlight is still around. Which I'm honestly, that's the thing that I was worried about the most because right. Fox Searchlight is great, right. and they really need us. St- and their movies really need to stick around. And I'm glad that that studio is sticking around because they're consistently the most successful mm-hmm. um, aspect of Fox. Yeah, and like, so yeah, it's just very troubling. Yeah, hopefully it's not. Um, Hopefully this isn't the end. Like you're really happy the X Men. Hopefully this are gonna, is just a lapse. Yeah. Like you're really happy the X Men are gonna be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but like I'll admit I was super pumped, but I'm starting to think at what cost at this point. Oh. But I guess a subheading, like in my show notes, I put a subheading under this one that mm-hmm. um so like you said, like all the X Men, all the superheroes that Fox had are now under the control of the boy Kev. Mm-hmm. And Everything is like good except for one little teensy weensy thing about Deadpool that has me a little worried. A little worried. What do you? Th- what are you worried about, my boy? Okay, my so, dude, my man. In my come opinion, having Deadpool in the MCU, I think, would be a mistake. Just because, uh, just because of like the tonal whiplash it would cause for me personally. Or even knocking him down to PG thirteen. Like, I guess another perfect world for chance is. That you still get an X-Force movie and you still get a Deadpool 3, both rated R, preferably. I don't know. It just seems like Deadpool is such a mismatch for the MCU, in my opinion. Like, I... Can I? Are you yeah, not, go ahead. Or, okay, 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 okay. No, okay, no, no, hey, no, this is a... Hey, okay, hey there. Hey there. <laughs> debate team format. Hey, hey, hey there, kiddos. <laughs> I think... You think? That... Why not we... Why can't we have our cake and eat it, too? Deadpool should have R-rated movies by himself. Yes. But he should be able to... He should join team-ups. Yeah, like... Because here's the thing. First of all, the comics. Like, he's very PG-13 in the comics and at certain instances. And second of all, um, like, have it be like this. Have it be a joke. 
have it be a joke that he can't say things because oh. he knows he's with them. Like there's he's an audible very self- bleep or and something. He's, it could be an audible or bleep. Or he's just like having anxiety. He's like, they're going to kick me out if I say bad things. No, yeah. And then he's going to, or like be like really creative about it. But one would say, I know I'm doing counter argument for myself because I am conflicted on it. Yeah, I know. But it's, it's one of those things where then it's like, oh, so are we catering this Avengers movie or are we catering this X-Men movie mm-hmm. to Deadpool? Because he's going to have all these fourth wall breaks right. and all these different things being like, oh, well, like, I'm just not sure how that kind of stuff works with the MCU. That's what worries me. Yeah, like, I'm not sure how it works, too, but I feel like if there's anything that I've learned, it's do not um, do not underestimate um, the MCU. Like just, do wait not est- do wait, not, just wait and see. Yeah, yes. like do not underestimate the writers because mm-hmm. Taika Waititi right. created a Thor movie that I loved. Taika mm-hmm. Waititi turned my least favorite franchise of the MCU into my favorite franchise mm-hmm. of the MCU. Yeah. So with that being said, like who would know that I would be excited for Thor Love and Thunder as like that's probably like one of my most excited fi- or like anticipated films over the next few years. Who knew that that would be the case? Yeah. You know, so it's like one of those things where you really can't underestimate them um, and the way that they're going to do things. So I... I'm cautious, cautiously optimistic. By the yeah. way, I'm going to go off subject a little bit, even though I was talking about X-Men. Oh, yeah. You really need to start reading Jonathan Hickman's X-Men run, House of Ten right now. It just says House of X, but it's called uh, House of Ten. Uh, and it is, dude, it is brilliant. Because if you understand anything about comics lately, you know how like the X-Men mm-hmm. is very, very convoluted. Yeah. It um, basically tells us why the X-Men have been very convoluted and why things are always changing and things are really weird without any like mm-hmm. there's just why there's been a ton of soft reboots theoretically <laughs> and like weird continuity stuff with the comics because the comics are just as bad as the movies, if not worse. Right. But uh, they explain things and it's genius. And Jonathan Hickman you are a genius. Please write movies. Like, oh. seriously, dude, I really want you to write X-Men movies because I think you would be fantastic so, at it. But anyway, it's funny you should mention that. Sorry to like, I'm going to. No, it's OK. I was just back off you, your uh, off topic. Just Oh, go ahead. No, I was just telling you, I don't know if you have any it. time to read any of it, but, you know, drop by the comic shop or buy a do stuff on Comixology. I don't know. I don't tell you how to read your comics <laughs> no. but check no, that, check those books out they're really good house of x no. one and or house of x one and two and powers of x one no, is also really it, good it was really funny though because so after like i got done with the baseball game and basically how it works is we switch off from like a local feed that like connects the studio to the people at the ball diamond mm-hmm. and we like switch back to like a national like uh, fox sports feed mm-hmm. or cbs sports feed it was Fox Sports last night, but like one of the dudes, they were talking about like superheroes and how like the X Men are gonna be in like uh, the Marvel movies now. And he's like, "Is like I've been uh, like like reading like uh, House of X or something like that." And then someone they were talking to on the phone was like, "Wait, did you just Google that?" And then one of his colors was like, "You don't know what, what he wants." You don't want to know what he Googles. It's like, no, I've been actually reading the comic book. And I was just like, what am I listening to right now on an AM sports station? I'm actually really impressed that that dude is uh, is 
uh, watching um, House of Ten. It's House of Ten. It's like it's House of X. X yeah. House so, of but 10. it's technically called House of Ten. But you know, everybody's yeah, well, gonna say X because everybody calls the iPhone I, the iPhone X, right? Like the iPhone Ten, the iPhone X. Yeah. It's, so it's like so one of those things. But it's yeah. it's uh, it's making its way around even in like mm. the non comic book readers world. No, because it's a brilliant like chance. I read a decent amount of comics. Right, like I don't right. read I don't read like a ton as much as I used to. <laughs> but here's the thing. I think it's the most brilliant thing in the past decade that Marvel has released. All right. I will I think it's incredible. I'll I try think, to read it before class. Like starts. I genuinely think that it's the I genuinely think it's going to change the way we think about the X-Men. And it could even be an avenue in which I don't know. It might be a little bit too heady for it to be the way that the X-Men are introduced in right. uh, the cinematic universe. But I think that it would be a good place to build here so we could explain certain things in a different way. Like it explains so like it explains something that won't make everyone like mad like Endgame. Exactly. Did. OK, that's cool. So it's pretty cool. But yeah, but back to Deadpool. Like, no, for sure. I guess it's <laughs> so I had a point that I was going to make that. I Oh, I remember. So. It's it sounds funny about what I'm about to say, and it kind of sounds ridiculous, but like Deadpool, just like the way he behaves in his own movies and like if he were in like a Marvel movie, like a Marvel movie with like Rocket Raccoon and Groot and Hulk and stuff like this. Deadpool would almost seem like a cartoon in that where like Spider-Ham was in Spider. Like, I'm not even kidding. And I You're right. I hope they do it well, like. Like I hope it's great, and I hope they like make an amazing way. And I mean, I hope maybe they, they could have like a kind of different Deadpool. That's true. And maybe it could be a de- a Deadpool, and then that other Deadpool will like like when he goes into his own movies, he'll reference his adventures or different or things like, like them, or and be like, like I'm, ah. I'm pretending to be normal or something like I was yeah. pretending to be normal the whole time, <laughs> or something like that. And like he'll still have his zaniness because he because the thing is is that like regardless of what people think about these movies, Deadpool has worked with other characters. Like I do want Deadpool and Spider-Man to right. work with. Like I love how Peter Parker feels super uncomfortable whenever Deadpool flirts <laughs> with him and different crap like that. And yeah. things of that nature. I guess think it's really fun. And I think <laughs> that it could break, like just imagine like Nick Fury dealing with Deadpool uh, and then Deadpool's goodness. just and then Deadpool's just like are you a scroll now? Are you a scroll now? now? Are you a scroll now? Hey, come out here little scroll scroll. <laughs> and it's like something like Your that. Point of ears are stupid or something like that. No, for but sure. But yeah, like well, yeah. I mean, for me as a very pretty much not a writer at all except for like a little bit, like that seems like a writing nightmare to me. Yeah, but it's interesting and it's a challenge. It is a and challenge. I think that, and I think that people, that the folks at Marvel can pull it off. It's just that we need to make sure that, you know, the Marvel f- or the Deadpool fans that got Deadpool to where it is in mm-hmm. the film sphere are, you like, know, don't happy. feel like they're being hijacked. Exactly. Because it's, because it is something for the fans. I understand it's for monies and all these big corporations, right. but it's also for the fans, you know? So Yeah, like I don't like want tonal whiplash and I also want to keep like Josh Brolin around as uh Oh, oh. yeah, he's as great Bishop. as cable. Cable not Bishop. Oh, I hope Bishop gets introduced with these. Yeah, that'd new. be pretty cool. Um yeah, cable is awesome and that girl who plays Domino. Uh-huh. Zazie so, Zazie Beats. Zazie Beats. She's great. She is great as Domino. Luck I'll, is not a superpower. <laughs> it is. Well, Let's meet in the middle and say no, it's not. <laughs> like and uh i wonder if like um 
Because they're gonna, they've got to introduce Colossus into the MCU, right? I don't know for like, sure. I wonder, I wonder if he'll look different and sound different. Like, do you think Deadpool? He'll would just probably like, sound hey, different. You're not Colossus. <laughs> that would be so funny. But um, so I know it's just apprehensive. I basically is how I feel. Like, I I want it to do good, but like, I'm just nervous. Just because with like what Disney just did with Fox, it just makes me a little on edge. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. But and it's okay. Okay. It's okay. It's gonna be all right, Chance. Don't <laughs> oh, worry, man. Thank Don't you. worry, Chancey Bancy. It's gonna be okay, okay. Ooh, baby. It's gonna be okay, Chance. You're gonna have your Deadpools. You're gonna have your X-Men's too. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a beautiful moment. That was velvety. My ears are singing. Um, but so one more Disney thing, because they had a busy old time. This uh, I know we should, might as well just be called the Disney Bros Podcast. The Box Disney Bros. Box podcast. Disney. The Box Disney Bros Podcast. Well, I mean, there's no, there's kind of a few things that aren't Disney. Um, but I guess the last little Disney thing is, so we heard a couple months back, I think it might have been around CinemaCon, about how expensive Disney Plus was going to be. It's like, oh, is it going to be like, 10-ish dollars can be for Netflix. No, it's going to be like $7 a month for Disney+. Plus. She's going to go up. Yeah, it's going to go up. up, So buy as much as you can as soon as you can. Yeah, that's what I'm probably going to do, even though. Even though. I'm probably going to get this particular bundle. Yeah, so basically, if you haven't heard, Disney owned like a big share of Hulu. Mm -hmm. Fox owned a big share of Hulu. When they bought Fox, that big share of Hulu and Disney's big share of Hulu became an even bigger share of Hulu. Exactly. And then Comcast is like, forget this noise. And so the, the rest birds of- and the bees, kids. Yeah. Right. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Comcast was like, forget this noise and just sold the rest of what they had of Hulu to Disney. So pretty much Disney is like, yeah, Hulu's ours. And um, I wonder how that like factors into antitrust laws. But basically, so Disney, they have lots of stuff and now they have a streaming service. And a couple days ago. They announced that they would be bundling Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus for like what twelve ninety nine a yes. month. That is insane. It is ridiculous. Like that is for your moms who like watching or anyone like, like dad for his sports, mom for her shows, kids for their shows. Like, like. It, I would be so much more excited if, like, the, like, I didn't know about all this corporate debauchery happening right now. Like, as someone who loves 30 for 30s and loves sports and, like, can always see his favorite football team because they're playing, like, a high school team from Alaska or something. I, I, it's just so exciting. Just like, oh, my goodness, I can watch all this. Like, the Mandalorian. Hey, and f- can, you, um, Sorry. can you reiterate what your favorite football team is? Just so the Nebraska like Cornhuskers. Oh, and yeah. then, I guess. I thought you were going to talk. I thought you were. Or never mind. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like the Detroit Lions, but they they, they hurt me. Yeah, um, I, I know. I know. Yeah, they, like, I know they, Nebraska I know they likes do. Nebraska. Who would have funk? But, um, so, yeah, it's just like, oh, my goodness. Like, if this wasn't, like. It's so I if this was like a corporate partnership instead of Disney owning everything, I'd probably be even more excited. It's just like like I'm watching a like I'm watching on Nike on Hulu right now. I'm watching Brooklyn Nine Nine and then on Netflix right now. Like 
like streaming is very important in today's day and age. Like I'm watching, I'm watching like Twin Peaks and Supernatural on Netflix. I'm watching Brooklyn Nine Nine on Hulu. I'm gonna watch uh, The Boys as soon as I can. And now that Disney, like I want to watch The Mandalorian and I want to watch uh, season seven of The Clone Wars and all these Marvel shows. Like they're making like it's almost like it's like like if someone um. I don't know, like if some, okay, like say it's like this. Say you have a brother-in-law, like your girlfriend, you love her. She's the love of your life, but her brother, you really don't like, but your brother is super, but her brother is super nice to you and he's got a sweet pool or something like that. For sure. Like it's like convoluted, but I get it. Right, right. It's like, oh, this is so cool, but. Oh man, I am supporting some debauchery right now. <laughs> no, for sure, and that bundle's gonna go up in price. But it's yeah, like I said, you know, buy as much as that as you can. But it's like one of those things where I think like that's kind of cool. Like I have Hulu. Yeah, I, I already I will get Disney Plus. Right, and I will definitely uh, start watching more ESPN Thirty for Thirty and different things like, like that. You can get like UCF or UCF UFC. Uh-huh. fight nights with and that's that like you know and that's like kind of one of those things too because i'm like i like football different but one of the things i'm really into is ufc so it's like one of those things mm-hmm. where i'm pretty excited about that yeah it's like oh what's it's it's like some like uh it's like the like if the evil stepmother had a really cool car that she let you drive i don't know for <laughs> sure it's like well wash the dishes that everyone made but hey you can uh take out the charger and go out for your school night or something. I don't know. It's just like, it makes me, it's just like Deadpool and everything else. I feel conflicted. Like, I feel like I was like the, the chance rides the fence podcast. Like, I don't know. People are making money. That's true. So it's one of those deals where I'm like, let's just, just do it. Just chill. Well, like, well, that's the other thing. Like, I have a Hulu subscription through a student Spotify account. Like, I pay five bucks a month for a student Spotify, and then I get an ad-supported version of Hulu for free and Encore. So I wonder... So I guess it'd basically be like twelve ninety For me, it'd be like twelve ninety nine for Disney Plus and ESPN Plus, which is already a, a great deal anyway, with Hulu in anyway. No, for sure. So I guess I, I'm sure I could just link accounts and... <laughs> There should be a deal where if you have like a free version of Hulu, an ad supported version of Hulu through Spotify and an ad supported version through Disney Plus, it comes into a non ad supported version. But that's just chance fantasy talking and padding for time. But yeah, it's it's a good deal. There's no there's no way around it. Like I'm excited, but like I'll feel guilty at the same time for how excited I am. Like, um, there's some excellent 30 for 30s like uh let's see there's the U that talks about Miami football there's like a a one that talks about the USAF like a professional football league that actually stood a decent chance of being successful and then uh the guy who's currently the president ruined it <laughs> it's so it is so like there's a bunch of stuff so if you get ESPN Plus because of this and you're not into sports, chicks, like, there's some really good stories. No, in like, there. there's, like, the thing is, is if you are not into sports, sports documentaries are amazing. Yeah, sports. Like, I am, like, I'm a guy who likes sports but does, doesn't like sports as much as a lot of other people. But Yo. here's the thing. Like, that OJ documentary is one of the most mm-hmm. interesting documentaries I've ever seen in my life. You have to understand, I watched 
like and, and, and it's stuff that transcends sports their stories yeah different things like that their stories of like the term sheer will and determination and, and redemption and redemption and, or somebody's downfall and all of these different mm-hmm. things like that so it's very interesting so i want to so don't scoff at that espn yeah, plus also there's more like, so quickly you know and there's also like a unconventional stuff too like uh, they just Okay, maybe like at least six months or more back ago, they had a documentary on Andre the Giant that I heard yeah. was really good that I haven't seen yet. No, I haven't seen that. I was hearing stuff about that one as well. So it's it's good. You know, you already know. Like if you know how to do math, you know this is a good deal. No, for sure. And if you don't know how to do math, stay in school. <laughs> Faux show. But so do we want to move on from this uh, Disney... Uh, Disney cornucopia yes. of um i would be happy. stuff I, as much as i love talking about disney yeah. i loved it because i came up with my own little topic this whoa this week that's controversial i know right i was like let's i was like chance yeah. let's recast the mcu did i give him any specific people to recast the mcu with no dcu or dcu i fool yeah but let's recast the dcu even though recasting the mcu would be kind of um, interesting it would be way harder it'd take like eight hours well no because the part of the reason why is because they're so indoctrinated into our heads at this point yeah it's like i see that and like you read the comics they literally Mm -hmm. look exactly like they're (laughs) they're drawn to look like their (laughs) mcu counterparts but they are um which is crazy because it's like john krasinski is literally um fantastic Fantastic. that's how what he looks like but it's 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 funny but Anyways, let's. So, um, so you had the idea. So, did any like like did a few pop into your head and that yeah. made you think, hey, this is a good idea? Yeah. Um. Some of them will never happen, but oh, for this sure. one seems like it might happen. Like I don't know, but Matt Bomer from White Collar. Okay. And uh, he's in. He's in. He's actually already in the DC kind of universe, but he's in um, what should call it? Um, why Doom Patrol. And he played, oh, and I need, I need he, to see that too. Oh, Doom Patrol's great, but he uh, plays Negative Man. But I think he'd be a great Superman. Really, he has the look for it. Have you seen Matt Bomer before? It's been a while, but I, I've seen Negative Man. Hey, look at him. Oh yeah, he's definitely a Superman type. That dude has already stolen the girlfriend I don't have. I know. Well, <laughs> good for you. He's gay. So <laughs> even worse, <laughs> a guy playing for the other team stole my non-existent girlfriend. <laughs> How could it get any worse? <laughs> but uh, so Matt Bomer is Superman. Uh, I think that uh, Idris Elba would be a very interesting old and grizzled Batman. That'd be cool. I think that would be awesome. So would, in your mind, would Idris Elba like, <laughs> just replace Ben Affleck's character and like no one talks? <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> like, you have Jeremy Manners. Oh, Master Wayne, did you get a tan? <laughs> mm, no, Alfred, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, nothing. Your suit just has less contrast than usual. <laughs> <laughs> now go do your crossfit <laughs> <laughs> gosh but um <laughs> sorry i think that would be very very interesting now i think that would be very interesting casting um, just do make you have him any- superman so he can say i'm black superman <laughs> <laughs> that's true do you have any um do you have any superman or batman i think because obviously uh a vampire boy is going to be Robert Pattinson is going to be Batman, but... He's going to be Pattinson. Pattinson. 
So I actually he so the person I was thinking of was actually rumored to play Batman, but mm-hmm. I think it'd be pretty cool if Arnie Hammer played Superman. I think he'd be great. He's amazing. He's so underrated. I know. Like, have you seen the social network? He's fantastic. It's been a while, but yes, I have. He's fantastic in the social network. And he's just, and he was really good in the Lone Ranger. I don't, a lot of people did not like the Lone Ranger, and I understand why. Like, but he was one of the most solid parts of that movie. He's a solid actor. He's got, like, the jaw. He's got the. He's got jaws for days. He's got. (laughs) Da 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 da. Am I right? (laughs) Hey, got him. That was on TV the other day. I I love jaws. I watched all of it. I love jaws. It's great. And you didn't watch Baby Driver, but that's okay. (laughs) Honestly, because jaws Jaws is awesome. Hey, it was. (laughs) I have to watch jaws at least once a summer. It's the rule. I was. (laughs) <laughs> actually chatting uh with somebody and i was like you know i'm like i bar i was like i let my friend borrow baby driver from me and guess what the only movie i felt like watching this week has been uh, <laughs> but anyways, been baby driver pretty much but that's you okay. did it to yourself <laughs> i was just being a good friend well <laughs> yes you were well what was i gonna i just well, thought you're of ta- something but you're but what were you thinking oh right right here? arnie hammer army army sorry army or no is it arnie or army I think oh, it's army. I'm, I'm silly. It's just such a dumb name. I'm sorry. As like, as cool of a guy as he must be. What his parents are just mean. Do you think they were like, they met in the army and just like, what if we named, wouldn't it be hilarious if we named our kid army? No, how much you would have bet they like, were looking over and they saw some baking soda. They're like, that would be hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Don't use baking soda. Use baking powder. You're going to get brownies, idiot. (laughs) Dude, that makes me want some brownies. Oh. Chance, stop trying to ruin my diet. So, I didn't I'm do Slim it. Corey for like the first time since high school. You got to calm down, dude. I am sorry, but um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so Army Hammer would be cool as Superman, mm-hmm. and like you said, like in that little thing you like you were just saying, I like had an ADD thought that kind of entertained me, but now I can't remember. So I'm just gonna move on instead of embarrassing myself <laughs> trying to remember. I also had a thought on Lex Luthor. Oh, nice. So do you know who Sam Witwer is? Yes. And I am all for that. Okay. I'm 110%. Like, throw my casting away for Lex Luthor <laughs> in the trash can, literally. That is a brilliant idea. It would never happen. It would never happen. He needs ever. it. He's such. He's so damn good. Like He's, he's a like great performer. He's so menacing. No, for sure. Like, he's done... Like. He's not like a super famous as like a in person actor, but like he was like I think he does mocap too. Like, he's done in person stuff. He really could have gotten a good break with The Walking Dead, but AMC literally cut his episode. I Did know. you hear about that? I heard, that was such but I never looked int- into that it. That was such an interesting idea for that. Like Frank Darabont is just such a genius. Why didn't they just let him like, do what he wanted do you know to what, do like, with the series? Point would have been. But basically, in the first episode, there was a soldier that was Sam Whitworth. And he attacks Rick Grimes, and Rick Grimes, uh, oh, in the um, tank? shoots him in the face in the tank. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that, seeing his like dead body or something. Cause, yeah, because that's, that's Sam Whitworth. Because that's that's Sam Whitworth. And what would happen is during uh, another episode in the next season, it would literally just be the story of that soldier, just an off, just an, just oh, branching like- off. From, from like from when before, he, from from like when the like outbreak like, happened. So it'd be and an like, anthology of that so, soldier. No, yeah, basically That's just for just be like for an episode, just randomly that would happen because they would walk by that tank and they'd be like, "Well, that was crazy that it was like a tank that 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 was just randomly there." I, yeah. I wonder what was happening. And it would flash back to that and flash mm. back to the military, like very 
crappily killing people. Yeah, just like oh my god, zombies and like, all the and I just think that would be such a cool idea going through that and going through that all, all that arc and then it almost you see exactly what happens to that soldier and it's like that's why Frank Darabont's just like a freaky genius, which I think that he really needs to do something. <laughs> I think he needs to just make all of the movies. Frank is a very talented guy. So yeah, but like anyways. So yeah, so like Sam Witwer as Lex Luthor because Oh, that'd be great. Like, I don't know, he's got like really strong facial features and like we've seen him bald a bunch of times already. Mm-hmm. Like um he he has a good bald head. He has a good bald head. Like he was Star Killer in the Force Unleashed games. Mm-hmm. He was the voice of Darth Maul mm-hmm. and motion capture for Darth Maul. Um, for a lot of those things too. Yeah, and then they got, and then he was the voice of. Dar- like, it was weird. They had Sam Witwer as the voice of Darth Maul in Solo, mm-hmm. and then they, oh, Ray Park, Ray Parker plays uh, mm-hmm. Darth Maul, and then they had him. So, did you ever watch Man from Uncle? By the way, I have not. Oh, it's pretty good. And Army Hammer and Henry Cavill, okay, are there together. So it's a it's a good. So yeah, I mean, one. Henry Cavill, I think is just like I think he's a great Superman. Him I would, and I would, ben Affleck are just, I would love for him to be Superman still, but I just don't think it's gonna like happen. you could get a notary stamp made and then like slap it on Ben Affleck, like a poster of Ben Affleck, Batman, and Henry Cavill Superman, and just put wasted potential on it. No, I completely agree. <laughs> but it's, um, it's lame. Yeah, but like so. And then, like, I think the other thing maybe most people might recognize Sam Witwer from is he was, like, the, uh, he was kind of, like, a side character in a couple episodes of Dexter where he was super creepy. So, like, he could, I think he would be a great Lex Luthor. I don't know. It's just, like, in my mind, I was just, like, that guy could, like, I don't know. He's just more intimidating than Jesse mm-hmm. Eisenberg. No offense to Jesse no, Eisenberg. No, uh, a complete offense to Jesse right. Eisenberg. He's awful in those movies. <laughs> yes, he is. But, uh... <laughs> Here's one that I have for you that's a little out of field and it's a little less known of a character. All right, all right. Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Okay. For Booster Gold. Oh my God. Don't you think that would be very good? Because just a Matt, just think about Chris Evans and his roles when he's not Captain America. A lot of the time he's a, he's, a ki- jerk. he's kind of just like a smarmy kind of jerk, mm-hmm. but he knows he really should be doing the right thing, right. which is exactly Booster Gold. Mm-hmm. Like if for those of you who don't know who Booster Gold is, Booster Gold is a guy who basically comes from the future mm-hmm. and he steals a ton of future tech mm-hmm. and he goes into the past to be, to be a super yeah. to be a superhero and make it seem like he's a hero and he has a really cool run with uh blue beetle mm-hmm. and there's a blue beetle and booster gold movie in the works for a while at dc and it's I'm warner brothers and it's never gonna, gonna happen see in a long time or ever <laughs> but it's one well, of and greg berlanti's producing it though which oh. i'm like i really like greg berlanti hopefully because he's doing a I think Greg Berlanti is way too good for the CW personally. But anyways, um, <laughs> no, like, that's a cool idea because I, it's like the DCU EU has been struggling to take off for like this whole time. And now they've been like, um, getting, uh, MCU talent. Yeah. Like oh, James yeah. Gunn. MCU talent. That's like, you know, you fumbled around with Batman and Superman and justice league. And just kind of squander this potential because, like, if you just maybe, I don't know, done Justice League first or done the Marvel way of doing all your individual characters first. Because now Marvel's at this position where they're, you know, they've got Shang-Chi coming out. They've got the Eternals coming out. They've and then like they've had Captain Marvel. They've had Guardians of the Galaxy. They had Mm Ant-Man like Booster Gold is like those characters like like you've had like these like pantheon of heroes to work with. And Mm -hmm. you've just kind of 
fumbled around. And now Not I guess exactly. maybe in your head you feel obligated to get to those heroes first because they're more popular. But then like maybe after... the weird things will help. Like that's yeah, yeah. like like a booster gold would be super cool. Like um like boost doesn't booster gold have like a little robot that talks to him yeah. or something? <laughs> like I the, like the most I remember I feel like, like the comedy would be really on point. Yeah, just like that t- movie. Like if <laughs> what if his robot was voiced by Alan Tudyk? That would be so fun. Everything <laughs> voiced. Everything ne- everything needs to be voiced by Alan Tudyk. But I also have another. I don't just have a casting. I have a film with a director. Oh, and it would be the DC's um, first comedy. Okay, it's Plastic Man. Oh no, starring and directed by Bill Hader. <laughs> I think that that would be a brilliant, I think that'd be brilliant casting. I think that'd be a brilliant choice to direct because you need to watch Barry like yesterday. Barry is so good. Things I need to watch. I know you, you have a lot. The thing is, is I've gotten to the point where I like tell, where I like tell my lady friend, oh yeah, you can watch this and you can watch this. And the thing is she'll watch them, but I don't want to give her too many things to watch because it's just like a lot. (laughs) <laughs> just ghost you and start watching stuff. Nah, yeah, for sure. Because I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'd do if she'd do that. Shoot, that'd be sad. <laughs> but no, no, for sure. It's just like one of those things where I think that would be excellent casting. I think that'd be an excellent choice and you, for And a you know they'd get that movie out before Marvel got a Fantastic Four movie out. And it's so. like, oh, Marvel copy in DC again. No, dude. Bill And Bill Hader's comedic sensibilities. And with Barry, his comedic sensibilities in tandem with his dramatic sensibilities are right. actually very, very strong. Because he writes most of those episodes and he even directs them, yeah. them too. So just very, very interesting. And I never thought that there would be a episode that made me think like, wow, this is like John Wick good. I this is kind of crazy. Whoa. So whoa. <laughs> it'd be funny if I that Kung Fu. if that movie had um a cameo from elongated man just being like We're the same what person. the heck? I thought oh I thought a isn't there another like stretchy superhero? No, yeah, but that is yeah, that's yeah, that's the elongated man, the elongated man, and Plastic Man. Okay, yeah, the yeah, same, are the same. It's just that Plastic Man's usually the funnier one. Yeah, like Plastic Man is like the one who has like the like the red uh-huh. like onesie, mm-hmm. and then elongated man's like a purple version of fan- yeah. Mister Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'd love it if like the, like his like maybe not his antagonist, but his rival is just like, why are you stealing my thing, Plastic Man, <laughs> or something like that. But that is a great idea, like. And yeah, thank you. Thank oh, you. you're welcome. But I have. I'm sorry if I'm just like blowing up ideas at you. No, but it's fine. I like John David Washington okay. as John Stewart Green Lantern. Okay, that's pretty and that's, good. Um, I've been struggling to think of a good John Stewart. Yeah, because the thing is, I was thinking Idris Elba first, but I'm like, you know, I really like my Idris Elba Batman idea, and I've <laughs> liked my Idris Elba Batman idea for a while. I just think he is a real. I think he would be a really good Batman, and I'm mm. not just saying that to be like, oh yeah, let's have inclusive casting. Ooh. Like I'm not just doing that because of that. I just think he'd genuinely be a great Batman. I think he has the anger and the rage, and he could be the calculated and, he, and the smart. If you've ever seen the show Luther. Like mm-hmm. that's him to a T. And so like, I'm just really, really, I would think that's really cool. But so John David Washington trained races. What did you do? <laughs> no, but John, but yeah, John David Washington, I think would be a really good John Stewart green lantern. I think he'd be a ton of fun. What was he in? And, like he was uh, just in he, something. He was in black Klansman. That's right. And he's also going to be in tenant. 
Oh, baby. Apparently, so it's crazy. Christopher Nolan's not going to have somebody who looks like him be the protagonist of a Chris <laughs> Nolan film. <laughs> Man, like next year has Tenant. Dude, guess, next year is going to be crazy. Like next, like Tenant so and excited. Dune. I'm looking so much forward. Oh to like gosh, to. I am so excited. I just love those genre films that you know are like pushing the boundaries mm-hmm. and changing things. And people watch Dune. I'm just, like, so if, if you, you guys do, you don't, don't do it, watch, don't watch Dune. Someone's going to get hit. <laughs> it's gonna be by me <laughs> <laughs> like there's a kid who threw a rock at my car the other day while i was driving Rude. i'm gonna find him and hit him he's like is this for what i did for your car no it's because you didn't see dune on opening weekend <laughs> 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 that's funny <laughs> also i need something to buff the scratches you caused you <laughs> so just- now that i've thrown up a few casting things on oh before i continue on what what are some other things that you had for casting um i don't know like you you actually got me thinking of like characters we haven't seen before and like you're talking about the booster golden blue beetle i'd love to see a blue beetle movie yeah me too like blue beetle is i guess i could see people be like oh man blue beetle is just a rip off of iron man i feel like mark bomer would be a pretty good blue beetle too yeah he would like well there's like a bunch of iterations of blue beetle there is like i'm actually i'm not thinking the jaime one I'm not oh, thinking yeah. of the younger one. I'm thinking okay. of the, the older, older one. one that passes on. Right. And then Jaime uh, takes over. Yeah. Because, like, I guess anyone who grew up watching Young Justice is familiar mm-hmm. with him. And mm-hmm. I guess both of the stories, because, but like, I guess, like, I wonder what they're going to do with, like, uh, because um, Blue Beetle is also really similar on paper to uh, Green Lanterns in a way that this alien thing turns you into a superhero. Oh, no, for sure. So I wonder, like, if they'll just, like, because, so I'm just going to come out and say it. I am not, I, I'm very familiar with like vague concepts and not very specifics, mm-hmm. but weren't like, uh, like the blue beetles, like rivals to the green lantern core in the comic books or something. I am not a huge, uh, DC comics guy. Okay. I read a lot of Marvel comics back in the Disney today and I'm getting <laughs> back into it now, but I always loved the DC animated series and mm-hmm. different stuff like that more when I was younger and even now. So that's like more of where I entered into it. So I wouldn't know that. Okay. So like, well, as I was thinking, like, cause I don't know, I just want them to dive deep into like the rogues gallery of all these heroes. Like, like, did you see, like, wasn't there a penguin casting that they just announced? Uh, what was that? Like for, um, for Robert Pattinson and, um, who, are you sure? reads, I, I'm almost certain I saw an article that said like Are I, you sure it wasn't from like Cosmic Book Moves now? No, it wasn't from Screen Rant. It wasn't from huh, um, Cinema Blend. I'm pretty sure it was from like Variety. Not, maybe not Variety, but like here. Matt Re like Penguin Casting, because this is professional. This is a great radio. <laughs> I don't think it is. I could have sworn I saw something. Maybe I'm going crazy. I'm pretty sure it was a Screen Rant article because Screen Rant's the only thing that's popping up. Oh, well. And it doesn't say anything specific. Well, now I'm big mad. <laughs> no, it's okay. But well, like, let's see. Yeah, Geek Tyrant and Dark it, Horizon. It happens. But okay. So I'd love to see. Well, it makes me think that they're like taking too many cues from Batman Returns from that movie. But oh, we're not talking about that movie. I would love to see like a Captain Cold like or someone to like. Bounce off Jai Courtney's Captain Boomerang. Oh, that would be so fun. Who do you think could be a good Captain Cold? I don't know. Like, 
Like, I honest to God want to see... Well, no, Mark Hamill did that in the Flash TV show. Because, uh-huh. like, Mark Hamill played, like, a, like a real-life version trickster. of the trickster. Yeah. Um, God, who would be a good Captain Cold? Like, I'm trying to... I'm, I'm thinking myself who... Or like I'm thinking myself about who I think would be a good Captain Cold. All right, you got someone you think? No, I'm thinking oh, about thinking? it. I, like I'm thinking about it, and like you need somebody who's kind of like a little bit like tongue in cheek. Yeah, and he has well like, because I guess people and like, you want somebody who has some heart because Captain Cold actually is a pretty good character. Yeah, because like like uh, he cares about his family like, and he <gasps> Vin Diesel. <laughs> no, oh my God. Uh, I actually kind of would work with Jack Courtney's now thinking about it. it. Would. And like, um, because they have, but Captain he still has to be kind of smart. And Vin Diesel right. doesn't play smart all that well. Yeah, like, um, <laughs> well, like because they have like a Prison Break Captain Cold in the CW verse, and mm-hmm. I liked him a lot. I liked him a lot too. Um, it was so corny, and I loved it. But oh yeah, so I'd like to see Captain Cold. I love to see the trickster. I love the. Oh, you think? I guess you know who I think maybe a. You think Johnny Depp could play someone like Mirror Master? Oh, that would be hilarious, and I'm all for that. <laughs> right. That would be so funny. He would funny. never do a role that small or weird. I, oh, he's done weird, so maybe maybe he's just like, I need to rediscover myself and play Mirror Master in a Flash movie. Uh, well, that's like a, my perfect Flash movie. is like a Flash versus the Rogues fun little romp to get everyone, like, chipper and happy again. Like, yeah, so like, I guess Johnny Depp is Mirror Master. Um... I guess I'd like to see you. Oh, is it Cheetah who's going to be the villain in Wonder mm-hmm. Woman? Was yeah. it 1984? Five? It's in 1985. No, it's 1980. It's 19. Oh, Wonder <laughs> Woman. Just call it Wonder Woman 2. 1984. Aha! I was kind of right. Dude, that poster's still pretty cool, but that, anyways. That, that, that poster's. That was like the one podcast where I was at camp for a week and I didn't get to talk about it. Thing. It's okay, but no, yeah, I remember because that was the one that when Jake killed you. Yeah, yeah, I'm a good. Uh, good we're not good bringing guess. that back. Uh, <laughs> episodes later, we come back because I'm a good. Several episodes. Ooh, are you tired of this? Yeah. <laughs> they probably are, but no, that'd be um, like so they have it's Cheetah as the villain. Like, I can't think of that many Wonder Woman like villains like i guess giganta's one and then how giganta and cheetah is all i can think of mm-hmm. like oh well, like i guess you're a because that's denzel's son uh mm-hmm. for what was his name again for john stewart green lantern yeah, yeah. for john stewart green lantern duh and then like because i wonder what kind of villain you would do for a Green Lantern movie? Like Sinestro. Like, I guess Sinestro. Like, you can do Sinestro. You could do Cause, any sorts of, like, intergalactic threat. Well, it could even avoid, be Darkseid. It could even be Darkseid. It, it could be the new gods. Or you'd avoid like, uh, using the like words the, parallax like a plague. No, yeah, for sure. It could be anything like that. Like, it could it be, could, like, uh, the... Yeah, what were those called? They weren't androids. What were they called? Um, but it could be against like the Star Sapphires or something, or against the Yellow Lantern Corps. Because I guess because it's if it's not a Hal Jordan movie and it's John Stewart, like you can have like a Hal Jordan be the mentor character and have Sinestro already a villain. 
Like instead of what they did in the 2011 movie where it's like, oh yeah, post credit scene. So Nestro's mm-hmm. yellow now. And I'm just like, there's never going to be a sequel made to this movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that'd be like, I guess like, uh, aren't there like big, like angry robot sentinels that I can't remember the name of in, uh, DC that travel around space. You're asking me the wrong questions. Here. Oh my goodness! Okay, well, so like there can be Professor Ivo's. Oh, Professor. Uh, oh, Amazo? Professor Ivo's. Yeah, and Mazo, and like make those. Ro- maybe make those I think robots. I'm, like, yeah, I don't know. True. He I could know. probably make those robots. I, I feel know. like Amazo could be a, a big bad Justice League villain. No, that would be fun. Because like, well, because Amazo, like, if you, if you don't know, is like copies powers of superhumans, mm-hmm. and then takes them and then combines them, and he's pretty much unbeatable unless you know what to do. Like, um, let's see, I'm gonna, let's see, Green Lantern villain that I can't remember. I think it was in, like, the, uh, I want to say it was in, like, the, do you remember that Green Lantern animated series they had on Cartoon Network for a hot second? I heard it was really good. It was, and then they canceled it. Of course they did. Like they do with their DC properties that are any halfway sort of decent. Like, okay, there's the Red Lantern Atrocitus with Sinestro Corps. Like, because um, you could do, like, a lot with, like, the darkest... I, I guess this is, like, big, like, Infinity War. Like, there's a bunch of big, like, Infinity War-level events in DC that might never, ever grace the screen of cinema. Like, mm-hmm. you've got, like, Flashpoint. You've got, like, the Darkest Night and Brightest, like... Darkest Night and Brightest Day storylines. Oh, yeah. With, like, the Black Lanterns and the White Lanterns. Yeah, if you don't know, there's, like, a giant color spectrum of lanterns. But, no, it's one of those things where, like, I would never get into those weird things until you, like, establish the Green Lantern as a viable franchise. But with that being said, I realize neither of us has casted Wonder Woman yet. Um, Wonder Woman's harder than I thought it would be, if I'm being honest. Yeah, it was, but I realized... The first, I'll just go with the first person who I wanted to be Wonder Woman. That's Jamie Alexander. Oh, Lady Sif. Lady Sif. I think that she'd be great. You know, it'd be funny because her and Zachary Levi were the friends in the, in the Thor movies. And now they're going to be in the DC movies, you know, in this fantasy casting, I guess. No, dude, for sure. That'd be fun. (laughs) It's like, Hey, don't I know you? No. And Ooh, I have one for, um, I have one for you. Okay. I have Bill Skarsgård okay. as um, Barry Allen. Really? Bill, yeah. That's, I think that, that could work. Bill Skarsgård and then his Wally West would be Timothy Chalamet. Oh, that's good. Like I, th- I feel like they would have really good chemistry with each other and they'd be able to learn stuff from each other. I like Ezra Miller as the Flash. I just think that they need to tweak his character as the Flash. And now thinking of it, Thinking of the all these thinking of all these like as I was like looking at, um, you know, stuff for like it. I was like, we should try to have Finn Wolfhard at some point in the DC or one of these movies because Finn Wolfhard's great. Millie Bobby <laughs> Brown is also great. All the Stranger Things kids just need to be casted and everything because <laughs> they're all great. It's great. Hey, old mate. Uh, great. What? 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 Mm-hmm. What is going on here? You what? Breakfast. Okay, I'm okay. done. I think. I hope. But you. But I'm still. Andy Muschietti really needs to be making one of these. Um, DC movies. DC movies, Marvel movies. I don't care. I think. Come on, do it. The guy can make me like a horror movie, which is really, which is a tough task for me because <laughs> I don't usually like horror movies because I'm a scaredy cat. But I'm scared, man. <laughs> no, dude. Like I'm super. Yeah. 
super excited. Do you have any other DC I, castings that you think? Like, I kind of wonder, because you know Will Smith is definitely getting recasted anyway, probably. No. Like, well, has Will Smith been confirmed for the Suicide Squad uh, He's sequel? not in the sequel, and the thing is, they changed, They went out of their way to change the character, to change uh, Idris Elba's... Oh, or, yeah. Or like, wait, Idris Elba is in the yeah, DC. I didn't like, realize. Did they, did they confirm him that he's going to be Deathstroke? Yeah. Okay. He, no, no, not Deathstroke. But they said that he was going to be somebody else, and people think he's going to be, like, black. Or what's that? <laughs> yeah, he's going to be black. No. Um, <laughs> uh, whatever his name is. Tiger. Master White. Uh, Michael J. White played him uh, in the DC. At Bronze Tiger. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, people are saying that he's going to be Bronze Tiger. And I'm not sure if that's even true or if there's any credence to that. But, you know, I don't know. Okay. I don't know what I've been told. Do you? OK. Who played Deathstroke at the end of Justice League? Um, or Joe Manganiello. I think Joe Manganiello could be. I don't know. God, I really want him to still be Deathstroke because like, he's great. Joe Manganiello was super good as Deathstroke. And I think like I think he could be amazing. I guess if he's not going to be Deathstroke anymore, I'd love for him to be, I don't know. Like there's so many characters and like actors that I can't like put it together. Like I'm thinking like, where would someone like an Emily Blunt or John Krasinski fit? Like, I feel like I'm doing it opposite from where I should, where I'm like, what actors would fit rut roles instead of what role would fit an actor? Rut row. Rut row. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, but it's it's a really like it's a good question that I should have spent more time on. Like I I I, I kind of just like I felt like I peaked when I picked Sam Witwer as Lex Luthor. <laughs> but I don't know if any ones that spring to mind for you. I'm trying to think of what I of what I could do, you know? Um maybe have like I kind of want um Michael B. Jordan to be somewhere. And the DCEU, now that his character is pretty dead in the MCU. He could be Black Superman with Idris Elba's Black Batman. That is true. <laughs> he could be a Black Superman. Like, but uh, it's one of those things where I just... Hey, Superman, you look different, too. <laughs> I'm not a casting director, but I think I could do a decent job. I think I could do an okay job. I could cast the heck out of this movie. No, but for sure. So do you want to? So do you want to touch base on something we talked about last week? Oh, no, for sure. About we'll talk uh, a little bit about it. Yeah, I, I put in like the the show notes so we can. No, it can it probably briefly. be our final topic because you know we need to be getting out of here right, soon. That's true. So we were talking about whether it was going to be Rupert Wyatt or Travis Knight or Andy Circus mm -hmm. to be. Directing Venom too. Well, it's it's, it's our service. it's all of our it's our least favorite pick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, and I don't think it's a terrible pick by any means. Like I think Venom Two is going to be fine. Like I know we'll get great. Like I think it's going to be acted well. I think obviously he pitched the best Venom Two to Sony. No, I guess that's that's true. Like that's the thing. And so here's the deal. Like. Okay, so he's going to be able to direct um, Tom Hardy very well and all those I mean, things, and you know maybe it, maybe it might be a, it might be fun. It'll you know? surprise us. And like, maybe he might surprise us and be like, "I'm way better," and you know, like so because he has directed quite a bit, right? And so like it's not like a Simon Kinberg situation, right? When he's hasn't directed anything in his first film, oh, like as a is, producer, uh, yeah. yeah, like but still, 
but still. Well, I know. Producing like and directing. Producer the to same directing thing. instead of like a. Yeah, exactly. Instead of like going and directing some movies and then doing a Dark Phoenix, which mm-hmm. I feel like would have benefited that movie quite a bit because some of the shots are just plain bland. So I think an actor to director is a better jump than producer to director. Yeah, I'd consider. I, I'd say. In my like, I could, objective. Like, opinion. I can kind of say that, but it's like. You don't know for sure. Yeah, what do I know? I've never done it. What do I know? What do I know? What do I know? Yeah, it's it's, it's exciting. Like, it just makes me wonder, like, are they going to... Because my thought was, like, you could get some real cool shots with, like, a Travis Knight. And I wonder, like, I know I'm going to get some spectacular mocap performances. I I know Andy Serkis could get a great, like, performance out of someone. Like, I just wonder how, like, uh, I guess the camera work is going to be. Like, I know... I don't know, I just don't just like, you know, generic over-the-shoulder shots, you know what I mean? No, for sure. Like I, I like I said, I haven't seen much of what Andy Serkis has, like, personally directed. It's like, and maybe he's the reason, like, the Hobbit movies uh, form a cohesive story at all. Who knows? Because <laughs> those boobies are a big mess. <laughs> no, for sure. But, <laughs> like, they could be worse. Like, I wonder if, like, like, it makes me think, did, like, Andy Serkis help out Benedict Cumberbatch when he was mo-capping for Smaug? Like, he probably did. So... It's certainly, uh, like, like don't get me wrong, Andy Serkis is, like, he's a talented man, and I'm sure he'll do a great job in most of the regards of the movie. It's just like, like I said, Chance Rides the Fence podcast, like, I just have my doubts is all. No, yeah, and I have my doubts too. It's just one of those things where it's not the worst choice. It's not like they're having, like, Brett Ratner direct it or something like that. Michael Bay's Venom. I would probably watch a Brett Ratner um venom just because of how bad it would be which is terrible but you know oh my god is that gene gray <laughs> out of nowhere gene gray out of oh, that's gene gray's music <laughs> that's funny oh my god. but yeah so do you have anything else you want to say i was gonna say that i have kept adding to the list of movies i need to see no, well, that makes sense. Like, uh, let me let me pull it up real quick. I I know I dropped this couple. I think it was actually the last podcast, maybe, or the podcast before. But oh my goodness! Like, there is a uh, a movie with like apparently it was like a heist movie or something with like uh, not Bill Murray but uh, Dan Aykroyd from uh-huh. like the nineties called Sneakers that uh, I was recommended to from like listening to the Sins cast. Okay, so I want to see that. I want to see. Unforgiven, and I've also never seen Close Encounters of the Third Kind, so I'm gonna. Check I haven't that seen out that too. either. Like I've heard, it's like a more adult version of ET or something like yeah. that. And I like, like I've, I've been heard it's like a couple people, like certain people that I tend to agree with, like it better than ET. So I want to watch it. Fun. But other than that, what if you got anything, any words of wisdom or uh, fortune cookies that you've had that are pretty good recently? Ooh, fortune cookies. <laughs> uh, well. Do your taxes not, on not, time. Not really. I just have kind of been... I've been uh, so busy lately. Nah, me too, man. And I've been thinking about, like, art. I've been thinking about, you know... School. I've been thinking about school. I've been thinking about creating a lot of content lately. I'm um, All that stuff like that. And it's just been... Sometimes it's a little overwhelming. But I just want to urge everybody, if you, you have a creative have thought... Faith. If you have a creative thought in your mind, you know, pursue it even though you're getting busy. Because Ooh, if you don't pursue it, you're going to feel real sad. So, yeah. You will feel sad. So, yeah. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Um, I really appreciate you all. And, you know, if you like this podcast, share it with your friends, you know. 
have a good time. Like I like you know, if you if you like this podcast, share it with your friendos. Put it on a VH, not a VH. Put it on a cassette and take it with you on your walk, man, even though no one does that anymore. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it post it to walk, your man. Instagram stories. Post it to wherever. Just don't post it on YouTube and take all the money from it. Anyways. How dare you? <laughs> that never happened. Without. But anyways, thank you so much. Y'all have a good one. Box Office Bros out.